0: I'm gonna go over a couple things. So I'm gonna introduce my company because you probably know my building, but you don't know who the hell we are what we do. Um, give a little about me because, well, why not? Um, and then every company here, guaranteed is a technology company, okay? And I'm gonna show you how we became a technology company. Okay, we sell cars. We're technology. We are. So with that, I'll get rolled. Um, don't worry about the text. It's just me being wordy. So, most of you know my black building. We're on 31. Um, we've changed our name a couple times. Uh, I'm the CISO there, so you know it. It helps my threat profile if we change our name because no one knows who to look for. It. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, we were Dessa. We were Car Option Services. I went there seven years ago. This month, and we were Car Option Services. Became Car Global. And now we're Open Lane. What will be in two years? I have no idea. But overall,ing fits. Um, uh, We will be getting a new tenant. Uh, CNO will move in with us, and uh, they'll take floors two and three. and And their their sign will go up. We're actually putting sign on the backside over here. And Carmel and their their wisdom wouldn't let us go up high, so we have to basically take up the top of the fifth floor. So that's okay. We just won't be able to see what's going to be built across 31. So. Um, last year we touched around 22 we're already 24 touched about 1.3 million cars um, if I as we go through in 2018 we touched 6 million cars okay so we we do a lot with cars so I, I don't know if it was planned but you know Rob kind of fed right in on the car analogy so we're so we're all good um, about a billion and a half um, when I went there in 17, we were Fortune High Six. We were uh, just under $4 billion in revenue. Um, we had 18,000 employees then, OK? We'll kind of walk through what we've done. Um, we sell cars in a lot of countries. Some of them I don't want to sell to, but we don't really have choice. There are some that we can actually block, and we do that. Um, now, what you'll notice, we're going to talk about change. You'll see Accelerate in our title. You'll see Accelerate here. Um, when you talk about being busy, we have fundamentally always said yes, because it's, it, it's, it's the right thing to do. we got to go do it, we've got to go do it. And I'll walk through some of that, and, and some of your, your eyes will glaze over on some of the stuff that we've done, okay, in the last couple of years. Um, but we'll talk about transformation. Okay? If you think about we're in the auction business. Now, a, an auto auction, if you ever watch Mecham Auctions or Barrett-Jackson, okay, um, we don't run one lane at a time. We run eight lanes, okay? And you can imagine trying to buy cars in eight lanes at once. An auction site for us uh, historically is 180 acres, holds 14,000 cars. Every car might move five or six times while it's on the lot, okay? Um, so we do a lot with vehicles, and we have changed that model dramatically. So real quick about me, Um, I'm an old man. I've been doing this for 38 years now. Um, I remember opening up the Chicago Tribune just waiting for the day I have five years experience so I could apply for those jobs that were there, okay? Now it's like nobody's asking for 40 years experience. I I don't know why. Um, uh, I actually started working at 12. Um, I've been around cars my whole life, okay? Um, My dad was my ride. So I've been working 55 hours a week or more since I was 12. So Rob, we talked about hinge moments. My dad was a hinge, Okay, taught me work ethic, taught me you provide, those kind of things. Um, I went to Taylor, um, for those of you that know Taylor. Um, my first job out of college, I was assistant manager. I wanted nothing more than to get out of Walmart. I did not want to be an assistant manager because they hated the college punks the, where, where I was. Um, been married for 37 years and uh, I I live here in Carmel we got four grandkids Um, that's not my car but it's an exact picture of my car so it sits in the garage doesn't get out much only got 2,000 miles Um, it's got 700 horsepower and every single time that I get on it coming on and off or coming on to like Keystone the very next ramp I will see a policeman guaranteed every time okay so it's never been above 100. It's never been raised. Um, that's how it'll be sold. Um, but it's very loud. It is, it is. It gets with it. Um, and then just a quick career. I've been doing a lot of stuff. Um, you'll notice the certs. I was a master CNE, as good as you got in the network world. Nobody cares anymore, but you know, back then it was a big deal. Um, a lot of privacy, a lot of uh, security. Um, I've been doing M&A for 25 years, OK? So I understand what you're gonna what you're gonna get what you're gonna have, and we'll talk about some of that. Okay, so leaning into change, transformation, all that stuff. How many of you today have something that's changing in your organization? You all do, right? Okay. How many have more things changing than you think you can handle? Okay, just a few of you. Everybody else is lying. Um, so. A couple takeaways that I want you to think about. In the mid-90s, I was at Beringer in the Roche and I had a guy who worked for me and every end of the year, we had this thing. This year sucked, next year's gotta be better, right? Well, we're 20 years past that and it's the same thing. Okay? It always seems that last year sucks, but you got a little bit better than the year before and you can take on more, okay? It's amazing how much you can actually take on. There's a couple things I (laughs) want you to think about in your role as leaders, okay? Maintain calm. Um, This is actually animated for me, okay? I'm usually the monotone guy that doesn't say anything. I'm the CISO, so nobody wants to hear me talk because when I do, it's something bad, okay, typically, okay? Um, But if your hair's on fire, everybody else around you will be. Okay, so purposefully, purposefully, I make sure that I am calm at all times. Because if I'm sideways, everybody's sideways, okay? Um, now, Rob talked the, about this a little bit, telling your people what they're doing, what they're doing well. I have a couple of folks that have been uh, become CISOs, okay? Part of what I do, I look back and say, what is my legacy, okay? It wasn't the building that I built for Baxter. Okay, it's the people that I have built. And your boy Rob, I had somebody. I ran into a uh, to a, an employee I had 20 years ago, and uh, we saw at a restaurant. He looked at my wife, and he said, "Just so you know, this is the best guy I have worked for." Okay, that resonates. That means a lot. Okay, and then what did actually? What are you doing to earn that? Okay. People don't just automatically revere people, okay? What are you doing daily to help earn that? And then finally, what'd you learn last year? How have you made yourself more valuable, okay? Um, for a while, at, uh, in 21, we were making some changes, and they said, Leon, uh, we know you do that CISO stuff, and it's all real important, and, uh, but our chief technology officer's going away, would you do CIO stuff for a while? yeah I've done that I'll go ahead and do it um, it was a lot but and we'll talk through some of that um, but sometimes you take on those things because you're either asked or voluntold one of the two but if, if nothing else keep these in mind okay that this is what drives me as a leader okay um, now I talk about transformation in 2017 I went to uh, to car auction service at the time, and we bought auctions, okay, because they built out our portfolio. Well, we also had a company that did salvage. In 2019, we spun that company off into a separate publicly traded company. Okay? That company was worth about $1.3 billion. It's it was acquired last year for 7.2. So pretty good shareholder value transaction, I would think. I mean. You start talking financials and my eyes glaze over, but I, I think those numbers work, okay? Um, that started it, and then COVID hit, okay? Uh, when you are a old line, physical, auction-based, people come to auction and, you know, if you think about it, on, on auction day, we would swell to like 500 people, drivers and stuff like that. So, you know, there might be 700, 800 people at auction, and it was an event, okay? On March 13th, I was in Grand Cayman coming off the, the day before the last day of our cruise, and I got a Wi-Fi connection and found out we closed for two weeks. Okay. Well, I guess I don't have to worry about those emails that I didn't pick up during cruise, um, but we closed for two weeks, and what we did is we went from 50% of our sales virtual to 100% of our sales virtual in about three to four weeks. Okay, and we have not stopped doing that. Our CEO, Fernwood, believes that digital is where we have to be, and we are helping to lead this industry, okay? Now, we changed the front-end, okay? There's always back-end changes. We still have seven or eight ERP systems. We're an acquisitive company, okay, and when we acquire, we don't necessarily integrate right away, Um, and so we gotta fix those things. That's what we're working on now. Um, But then we go further, and in 22, we sold our U.S. auction business. So 56 auctions, again, think 180 acres, 14,000 cars, big physical places, sold all that, okay, to Carvana. Um, I actually still have about 5,000 people from Carvana on my network um, as part of transition, which it is what it is, okay. Um, and but we sold that and that furthered us okay now we just finished this year um, consolidating our US marketplaces our Canadian and our European marketplaces okay so taking three four different ways that you could sell a car and smash those together okay making it easier going back to kind of our tenants how do we make it easier for a customer you know if if a customer doesn't sell a car here and our customers are dealers and manufacturers, so think GM, think, think folks like that. Um, they have multiple ways to sell that vehicle, okay? We're facilitating that. All of that takes software, okay? And you can't go to SAP and say, well, give me the auction management system piece, okay? Um, there, is, there is no HANA for that. So, um, so this is how we're moving. And everything that we do in our marketplaces today is 100% online, okay? We still have some physical businesses, we cut keys. So those car fobs, the key fobs you have, we cut those. We'll do them in 24 hours if need be. Um, and then we inspect vehicles, stuff like that. But most of it is, is all software. We have about 500 software developers, okay, in our organization and they're scattered around the world. Okay? So, making this change And you've all done similar things, okay? Maybe not as fast, maybe a little bit faster, okay? But every company is moving to be a technology company. So how do you manage through some of that? Any questions so far? I feel like I wasn't nearly as good as Rob, so hopefully I haven't fallen off too hard, so. So what are the drivers? Um, Technology naturally is changing, okay? COVID was a driver. The regulatory space, if you aren't having regulatory conversations on say, a monthly basis, I am nervous for you, okay? The SEC is coming after CISOs now. Well, they're coming after companies. February for publicly traded companies is gonna be pretty busy as CISOs help rewrite some of the 10Ks, okay? Regulatory is getting harder to deal with. Um, Bad guys are getting worse. There's a lot more of them, okay? Um, they, they use AI too, okay? And you've got to now use AI to fight AI, okay? So it's, it, it's, it's a nasty world that you live in. Um, but what else, okay? So supply chain, you know, as around May of 20, people started buying cars again. And then all of a sudden, there were no chips. So there were no cars, okay? No new cars. Well, when you deal in a business that sells used cars, and you are kind of a step in the process, when the dealer intersects what you do, you don't have those cars sell, okay? So we've, we've rebuilt the business. Um, and then I, I, would, I would tell you on a technology standpoint, you all probably have one or three problems. You have active directory problems, okay? People don't talk about it, because it's 20 years old and they don't want to, but um, you have a job or a problem, okay? That damn thing runs, and if you touch it, it falls over. Okay, so no one's gonna patch it, okay? And then you got a segmentation problem, because you all grew up, put all the data center. Well, and what people did is, well, I need stuff to talk, so let's open things wide. Well, that just made your blast radius for nasty, okay? And if I asked you if you had one, two, or three of those problems, Nine out of 10 of you would say you do, the 10th is a uh, so it, it is what it is. Um, and then uh, third-party stuff, um, my customers are manufacturers and makes, and so it's always third-party problem. We are always gonna be the problem. Your vendors are gonna be the problem for you, okay? Um, so when I say change, Neil's Sorry, coming on, bad. it's all good. Um, I I thought it was a message for me, and I was trying to figure out what (laughs) what I needed to go do Um, We have 14 lines of business. We bought or sold seven companies in the last seven years, okay? Um, When I talked about IA we went from 18,000 to 4,500 employees, okay combination selling off companies spinning off companies Um, But let's look at the last 20 months, okay, this is the short list of the things that we've done Okay. We sold the business. We looked at cutting costs. Okay, You guys are looking at that, not really a big deal. Um, we are a heavy adopter of, of cloud and SaaS. Um, we moved to on-prem data centers to VM Cloud and AWS. We have big presence at AWS, Azure, and a little bit in GCB. Um, we migrated from Office 365 to Google. Okay. Um, it had its own set of issues, and and then we moved Call centers offshore, okay? Doing a lot of stuff. Uh, we actually just um, late last year bought well, Canadian Assets of Manhattan, who's our biggest competitor in the auction space. So we still have auction locations in Canada, but all they do is service vehicles, okay? So this is the short list of stuff, and there's really nothing on here from the security standpoint, okay? And this is the short list that I could remember while I was doing it, okay? you all are doing similar things. And I would venture to guess that a lot of you, whether you're thinking about it or not, are working towards transforming your business, okay? If you're not doing something that's working towards transforming it, I would question why you're doing it, okay? There may be a need, okay? Uh, if you're in manufacturing, you gotta build go plants, okay? That, that's a, that's, you know, not enough for discussion, but you need to be looking at how you are making that transition so how do you get sleep okay i typically wake up about five o'clock in the morning i'm worried about who's attacking me we're really attacked um, i'm having arguments okay and when you think about it how do you get sleep i would say you wrap your arms around people okay my security staff i've lost well, two people in the last two and a half years my security staff is is not huge okay but they like working together. We do interesting stuff, okay? Um, now, I will tell you, nobody wants to talk about this, but everybody has A, B, and C players. They all have a role and they're all in okay? There are some things that a, a person who is a C player has to do, you need them to do, and let's make sure they know that they're valued for doing it, okay? Um, and, uh, i i didn't talk to Rob, but people want to contribute. they want to feel like they're part of the team they want to feel like they're doing something of value at the end of the day that's all they want um, Now, I talked about uh taking on CIO responsibilities at the end of twenty three I backed off of that the The technology landscape is getting too nasty um, had to focus back on on more security stuff and we we have that in um we're now aligned on the technology side. And are there things that you can move to appear, or quite frankly, to people that work for you that deserve the opportunity to go do something new? Okay, let, let them try and fail on their own. You've done it forever. Sorry, I've done it forever. I don't know if you have, but I'm saying that they're, let them try. And then are you being transparent? Um, you know, if I'm, I'm typically nothing if not transparent. I was talking to a to a, a buddy of mine and uh, and we were talking about the guys that I had that became CISOs. And I said, Well, they became CISOs but after a year they want to be. And he we were talking about humility and he said, That's the humility part. You don't have to tell people that they didn't want to do it but you do. Okay. You're transparent with people to say there's a problem. When I talk to my risk committee, we don't have everything is lollipops and sunshine conversations they don't want those conversations they want to know what's bad and how they help fix it. okay so being very transparent with people. this one's a hard one okay now um, what does it look like from a leadership standpoint most people don't understand the top one but get the hell out of the way I mean I I've, and I've, I've learned this over time you know I I still get beat up because, I mean, I was sitting here this morning checking my security stuff. I do it every morning. Okay, and when I say every morning, it's every morning, Saturday, Sunday, first thing I do, unless I'm on a cruise. If I'm on a cruise, I shut down. But otherwise, I check it every morning. Now, do I have to? No. Do I want to? Yes. Do I want to make sure that I'm engaged and understand what's happening? I do, and you will have a different perspective on things because of that that you've learned over the last uh, many of years okay so it's valuable um, I used to coach football um, when my son was this big not this big um, and I told parents I said if you ever hear me yell at your son or daughter it is yelling for them you will never hear me yell at them okay when I was young, I got to yell that a lot, so I don't like it. I said, the thing you want to know is when I walk up to them and I put my arm around their shoulder and I whisper in their ear, that's the conversation you want to know about, OK? Because that's when we're coaching. I will never, ever, ever humiliate somebody in, in the context of an issue. If there's a problem, it's my problem, OK? Uh, Rusty, you asked about, about managing up, OK? I see my job as making sure the people below me are successful and the people above me are successful. And the best book that I've read on that is uh, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, uh, former Navy SEAL, okay? Um, It's actually a pretty quick read. Secondly, or third, stay engaged. Um, I I look at stuff every day, not because I have to, but because I want to see what's happening. I want to be able to ask things. And every so often, not every time, but I'll ask a question, and they'll say yeah um, great point we need to go look at that I asked a question yesterday about some things that I saw and they said yeah here's the ten things that we do to make sure we don't see this okay um. this is a really big one one of the things that happened with solar winds, and if you if you haven't had the opportunity say opportunity if you haven't read the complaint against SolarWinds, it's a worthwhile read okay I had people ask me about the headlines. I said, I won't tell you what I think until I read the complaint, okay? In the complaint, one of the things they said was, the CISO never asked. He never took feedback, okay? And so I I purposefully go ask the people that work in my security group, what are we not doing we should be? What am I doing that gets in your way, okay? You know, those are, those are hard conversations to have for you personally because you might get told, okay? Most people are going to say, yeah, we're up there." Well, they're not telling you the truth, okay? But I would, I would argue, go ask them because, again, people will tell you, okay? If you're asking in a please help me perspective, not a, okay, it says here I'm supposed to ask you what you think of me. Well, that's never going to do it, okay? Be humble about it. And then... Um, I hire for attitude. I have two guys who are still in the military. Um, one of the really interesting things about the military is on the security side they spend about three to four hundred thousand dollars training people okay so if you have an opportunity to pick up one of them it's a really good deal because they also understand sometimes I may have to stare at that wall for eight hours and i don't know why but I've been told to do that before, and that's what I'm gonna do, okay? They are phenomenal employees. I also have a guy who was a, uh, came out of our, our call centers, or sorry, yeah, he came out of our call centers. He did GRC work for us, and, and now the guy runs my AppSec program. The guy's absolutely phenomenal, he's been there for 10 years. You know, he knows everybody, and he knows what they're thinking, okay? Um, we also have, I had a, a buddy that hired somebody who found him bailing hay in a on a horse farm okay guys a great pen tester okay because they have different perspective okay if I hire people that only look like me and think like me we're gonna get the same thing but what I need is people who have diversity of thought okay I can attack you this way now I can attack you this way okay that's that's where where, where I think people start to be really successful. And then I think finally, um, you gotta take care of yourself, okay? Um, what you do on a regular basis is, is pretty arduous. Um, people don't necessarily understand what you do, okay? And it's hard for you to explain to people within your company the struggles that you have Okay, so let's start with that. It's not like finance, and well if I get these numbers right up good, you know, it's, it's thinking through complex problems, okay? Um, this top one, I will admit I failed here, okay? Now, I will tell you that all three of my kids are through college, they didn't go to jail. That's a win, okay, um, and I was at, I can count on two hands, the events that I wasn't at, okay, that includes global travel, that includes working in Cincinnati and living in Carmel, okay. I would drive back for a hockey game, okay. Um, Between my son and my daughter, I spent 17 years in Pedaly Box, the best place to watch a game from, especially when there's no class in front. Here's the occasional puck that comes at your head, but it's all good. Um, but I failed at this, okay? I was present, but you know, sixth grade, band, sixth grade band concerts, not really all that exciting. There was always some issue I had to deal with when my kids weren't up performing, okay? Because it's bad enough to listen to them who don't know how to play an instrument, let alone every other kid in the place. So there was always some kind of issue that, that required my attention. But I, I was present, but I wasn't always there, okay? Those are the things you look back and say, man, I screwed that up, okay? Now, fortunately, my wife, bless her heart, did a great job with the kids, okay? Um, and then I was the bad guy when I had to me. Um, I would say find a hobby. Um, I walk five miles a day. I was looking at a meme this weekend, and the guy said he named his dog Five Miles. So he could say I walked five miles today. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and I, I mentor startup companies. I really enjoy working with companies trying to figure stuff out, okay? Um, most of it's for free, okay? So it's a, a lot of work for, you know, some of them work, some of them fail. Um, but it's, it's the notion of helping others to be successful, okay? Um, and then I would say find someone to talk with. I started a CISO group here because nobody understands what you do. And sometimes you just gotta yell at people, okay? Um, I don't, but I've told numerous people. I remember sitting in the, uh, in the Newark airport on a trip back from Israel, talking to somebody uh, at the state and said, look, you got my number, nobody knows what you do, call me, yell at me for 15 minutes, you'll hang up, you'll feel better, I won't care, let's go on, okay? Sometimes that, that's needed because you have to have an outlet. When I started a CISO group here in Indy, um, so if there's security folks in your organizations that need an outlet, hit me up on that. Um, and then sometimes you'll need a therapist, okay? My wife is a therapist. She deals with kids about yeetal that have dealt with trauma. Not something I could ever, ever do. I like dealing with things that don't talk back. Okay, um, but she's been after me forever. Go find someone to talk to. So I finally did, probably ten years late. But all I do is, you know, how's it going? Thanks, Gwen. Um, sorry. No, it's all good. Yeah. And then, um, I guess the question that I would ask you is, you, as you leave today, sometimes maybe in a wrong place. Okay. Um, Twenty-five years ago, I went through a. A leadership thing, and I was talking to the. And this was at uh, their Roche, and I talked to the the guy who was running it, and I re- went through all of the complaints I had. And he said, "Why are you here? Why why do you stay? If if this is if this is the problem, why do you stay? Okay, now that can be a good decision or a bad decision. I went to a startup company. There weren't many startup companies in Indy 20 23 years ago, um, and they. I had an ethics problem, so I left. But, you know, sometimes you might find yourself in that spot. And you have to decide for yourself are you in the right spot or not? Okay. But again, it's all about taking care of yourself. These pieces all fit into that top one. Okay. If you can't do that one right, then you're, you have a place to learn. So I think that's it. It is. Um, I will take questions, comments. Um, There's no red-gold tomatoes here, so you can't throw those at me. But question or thoughts on transformation, on anything else? It's all good. I'll let you guys get back to work for it. So thanks.